Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Padraplegics podcast. Today, we have an extremely special guest with us, Caitlin Verfuth. Hey, that wasn't bad. That was pretty good. It's Verfurth, but you're right there. (laughs) Verfurth. Spelled extremely different, difficult for me. And you know, I'm not too good with last names as it is. So anyway, Caitlin is a three-time Paralympian in wheelchair tennis. She has two golds, a silver, and a bronze medal from the Parapan Am Games. Yes, Parapan Am Games. And she is ranked number eight, at one time ranked number eight in the world, and number one in the United States. There's so many other things in here that we're going to get to talk about, and I'm not just going to list this whole paragraph off because we got to get going into it. But anyways, I think everybody understands she's extremely accomplished. She's super awesome. Miss Caitlin Verfurth. Perfect. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be on on the podcast. Thank Thank you you for coming in. We appreciate it. You are right now at Ability360, right? I am at Ability currently, yes, even right now at this moment, I'm at Ability360, but yes, I do work for Ability360. I am a program specialist here. Um, I moved down here in September from Flagstaff, and I had been just, I'm I'm a tennis teaching professional, so um, I got my certification. Now what I do is I run uh, Ability360's wheelchair tennis program, and Let me tell you, since the beginning of November is when I started this, we got 30 people playing wheelchair tennis now in the Phoenix area. And LaRonda is one of them. You guys are all next. She won't go camping. (laughs) No camping. You'll do tennis, but you won't go camping. I don't. Hey, you you don't know how to work with Caitlin. Caitlin is very persuasive. (laughs) I got to I got to Okay, so if I talk to Caitlin, she decides to go camping. Maybe she can convince you to go camping. Yeah. I, I'll go camping with Caitlin. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ooh, You're, it's I'm recorded. In. It is recorded. We got it. We're LaRonda, Eric, Sean, Stone. Don. We're all going camping. All right. I'm up for that. Sweet. Yeah, I'm probably not going to be camping. What? <laughs> you going to glamp it? You're going to glamp it, aren't you? Yeah. Sean, I'll be clamping. Sean is, yeah. Sean is worse than me, Caitlin. Sean is a glamper. He's just a okay. man for him. <laughs> But kind of we'll show up during the day and do the fun stuff. Okay, cool, cool. We'll get it. We'll get a racket. We'll get you a racket. We'll just tape it to your hand. Bam, Sean, you'll be all over the court. I did it. I did it. Uh, what last year? I think the year before, maybe a year before. Or I was. I went to like four or five practices and did oh. it for a while. But it just became a, a scheduling issue for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, we can do it whenever you want. But it's very fun. I enjoyed it. Cool. All right. Yeah. So you know how fun it is. I Could do. we tape it to both hands? <laughs> no, you got to drive with one hand, or yeah. else you just stand well, there. But still, that's the challenge, man. Like like Wario from Mario Tennis. Yeah, Bowser, totally. One in each hand. I mean, women got to work with their long fingernails. I mean, you should have a little disability here. I know. No, so when La- the first time Loranda came for her lesson, I was like, Loranda, we're gonna have to cut these things because you can't hold the racket and and push the chair. So we had to we had to trim those down. Yeah, they're they're cut. They look good. Look at that. She just played in our tournament this weekend and did fantastic. Awesome. She's being she's being modest. She did awesome. Did you win? 
came not a not a I, I won one one round. One. She went around. One is one around. One. Well, well, you know what? Kaylin is Kaylin is awesome. Um, I Kaylin. She she really is. You guys have to you have to see this lady. This lady. What I mean, she she makes you want to do. I mean, honestly, I'm not even gonna lie to you. She's so she's never one spot. Um, she's always like, and I'm like Kaylin. You know what I'm saying? Your eyes can't even keep up with her. That's how fast, like how fast uh, she is. And look awesome. at me, Kaylin. I'm gonna embarrass you because you know this this is about you know your tennis and you and things of that nature. So she did convince me and talk me into playing tennis this this in our first tournament that she actually won for ability. And I'm gonna tell you this girl, I turned around and she was sitting on the ground fixing tires, fixing the for the for the wheelchair for the um tennis. She was, she was like, literally, I was like, is she on the ground? She was literally on the ground, on her knees, popping, I mean, changing, changing tires. Well, we had to get, um, we had, somebody blew their tire. We had to get them back out there and yeah, get you got to do what you got to do, right? Got to yep. get those tires changed. I, mm -hmm. I, I think, I think the next thing I want to do this summer is I think everybody that uses a wheelchair should know how to change their tire. And I would love to have like a little maintenance camp or a maintenance day where we all learn how to change our casters to get that nasty hair and gunk out of your casters and then also learn how to change a tire. I think that's so important. What do you guys think? Can we do that? I mean, Don't you, I, Don? Yeah. I, I need some help with I'm gonna, pay, I'm gonna pay somebody. All right, bye. I, I change my tires all the time, actually. Yeah, I, right. I do too. But I think so, I think it's a really a really important skill. I think you know any every wheelchair user should definitely know or at least at least have tried to change their tires. I, here here's the thing. I am a little bit embarrassed. Somebody did ask me the other day. You know, so if you were driving on the road and and you got a flat tire. I don't know how to change a car tire, which does scare me because um, I'm from Flagstaff. Like I, I, I've been in Flag for the last 10 years and, you know, people in Flag are super friendly and, and always willing to help. But here, I mean, people, it's it's like you're back in L.A. Think people go fast. The cars go fast. you got five lanes on the freeway. No one's going to stop and help me change a tire. So I don't know. Kaylin, Kaylin, you, you better not get your ass out your car and try to change those damn tire on your car. Get AAA. Or call me and I will say triple A to you. I got triple A. We're not triple A is the way to go. Yeah. Don't yeah. get out of your car. Keep it running. Stay cold. Okay. It's too hot. Yeah. Because Arizona's too hot. Yeah. Arizona mm -hmm. doesn't mess around with the heat, you know. And, no. Mm -hmm. And, you know, honestly, so I tried to change. I had a Jeep Wrangler at one point and I had 31 inch tires and I got a flat tire on a country road. And my friend who was with me was like, go for it. And I'm like, oh, geez, <laughs> that tire was heavy and it was very difficult. And I was done for the day after I got done. That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> I mean, has, yeah, that's what I've never seen. Actually, I, I don't know anybody. Uh, I, I haven't met anybody with a disability that or in a chair that has changed their tire, uh, their own car tire. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't think that's something I want to do. You, I mean, other than Eric, Eric's amazing and does everything. So, um, yes, I yeah. would do everything. You're, I'm telling you, I've heard some cool stories about some stuff you've done that mm -hmm. sound pretty awesome. I mean, just I, I want to see you go up the stairs. I'm telling you, I, I'm, I'm dying to see that. I need oh, yeah. a video of it. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll get Lord just to record that. I need it. 
I need it in I my life. A, you go upstairs? I mean, I go downstairs, but upstairs? How the heck do you do that? With these. Well, Caitlin, you got to uh, tell them. Well, we, 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 still, we do... Well, we do workouts together. We was um right before we were we were doing workouts at Ability. Caitlin, there's I don't know what type of um machine that was. You know, you know the one where you pull yourself up. Well, that's the lap machine. Yeah, Caitlin, like Caitlin can get on there and pull herself up. Yeah. On that, yeah, yeah, on that thing. Nah. Mm -mm. I'm like Monkey Woman. You know. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. When I was a kid, I used to climb trees with my, I, like, uh, white, you know what a white pine is? Those big pine trees? I used to climb those. So, yeah. Um, and mm -hmm. it's, yeah. So it's just, I've been doing it all my life. I've rarely lived in a house that didn't have stairs. For some reason, everyone I know has stairs in their damn house. Mm. All my friends, you need to stop. Okay, I'm just saying, stop. Family, stop. stop. You need to stop with the stairs. Stop with the stairs, mm -hmm. man. <laughs> get, get over it. So, Caitlin, uh, just speaking of stairs, I know, I know where you grew up in Port Washington because I grew up near there as well. And yes. I know Port Washington has a lot of stairs and hills. Were you a chair user in high school, or did you have an injury? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so good question, Don. There are a lot of stairs in Port Washington. Um, there's also quite a big hit, quite a few big hills. Um, I grew up in, I, yeah, I grew up in Port Washington. And when I was seven years old, uh, I was involved in a motor vehicle accident. Um, I was sitting in the back seat of um, an older car. It was a Pontiac Grand Am. And it was way before they had the shoulder restraint and um, I was sitting in the middle seat of the back seat and I was just wearing a, a lap belt seat belt. And, uh, my mom was driving, my brother was in the front seat and I was sitting in the back. And I remember this, I remember this vividly. Um, I remember, I, you know, I was seven, I was being a brat and, um, my mom's like, Caitlin, put your seatbelt on. And I was like, no, I don't have to, I don't know what was, what was up my butt that day, but I, I was just being a little butthead. And then my brother turned around and he's like, Caitlin, you better put your seatbelt on. And he gave me that, like, big brother look like if you don't put your seatbelt on I'm gonna come back there and kick your ass so I hope I can say that can you swear on this podcast yeah I, I you said know, the you... f word in between your first okay okay name. okay all right um just edit that out if I'm not allowed but um no editing he, uh... no editing of that man nope that's going yeah he, uh, he scared me or gave me that look that I was like holy crap I better put my seatbelt on so the last thing I remember is I go click and then I don't remember anything I wake up in the car and there's um, blood and glass everywhere. Um, my mom is just covered in blood. My brother, he's like screaming and yelling. And I, I wake up and I, I start, I start like, I take off the seatbelt because I wanted to get out of the car. That was like my first instinct. And, and then I touched my legs and I had shorts on that day. It was June 17th. So it was in the summer. And, um, I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't, I can't feel my legs. Oh my God. Wait, my legs won't move. Oh my God. What am I doing? What the, what the, hell? I don't know what I said at seven, but I just remember that I was freaking out. And then I scooted across and then got to the door. I, I opened the door and the paramedics are there and they're like, don't move, stay where you are. You know, um, I told them, you know, I can't feel my legs. I can't move my legs. And they're like, don't move, don't move. And then, you know, they get you on one of those, um, you know, boards or whatever, and they get yeah, your the head backboard. and neck all, yeah, the backboard, sure. and they get you all stationary, and uh, it wasn't until later that night, uh, or the next day, maybe, that I found out that um, 
or I didn't know for another week or two that I would be paralyzed and that I, I probably would never walk again. But um, I did learn the next day that um, there was some major trauma inside. So I got, ended up getting a hole in my stomach and in my bowel. So um, they had to stick one of those, you know, nasty tubes down your nose to like collect all that stuff. And it was like, I don't know, we called it like the snorkel or something. Cause it just sucks stuff up out of your stomach. And Mm-hmm. Um, I remember that I was so scared though, cause I had to have emergency surgery and I was like, I'd rather die than have surgery. I, I just remember telling the doctors like, no, you don't, you know, this is not a big deal. We're just going to go in. We're going to mm-hmm. sew you up. You won't even know. And, um, my mom, you know, wasn't, wasn't there. And my bro, I, I had no family at that time. Um, my older brother, he was, he was like jumping from my mom to me, to my other brother. And, um, I went into surgery and I was fine. And I came out with this scar and I just remember, I was like, please don't cut through my belly button. I really want to keep my belly button. So, um, I have this weird scar that like literally goes like, it's like a little seed that goes on my belly button. <laughs> I, I don't know what that was all about when I was seven, but, um, but yeah, so that was, that was my major, you know, trauma, uh, that that's how I ended up in the chair. And then, you know, maybe a week or two later, you know, as you guys know, if, if you had a spinal cord injury, you're in be- you're on bed rest. You can't move for a couple of weeks. I don't really remember the timeline, but um, I do remember the day then the doctor came in and said, well, first, you know, they come in with that pin and, and like sticky stuff. And then they like poke you and they're like, can you feel this? Can you not? What does it feel like? Is it dull? Is it sharp? All that stuff. And um, you know, that's when I, they kind of told me after that, that I'd probably never walk again. And uh I remember I had a really rough day that day. I remember I was like one of those crazy people screaming and yelling in the hospital, like, why me? God, this is all so horrible. Why would you do this to me? And then, you know, life goes on and, um, I started going, you know, did my PT and went to rehab. And, um, unlike, unlike people today, it's, it's crazy how you only, you, you only are really in the hospital for like two or three weeks after spinal cord injury. Mm -hmm. I can't believe, uh, you know, I was in the hospital for, um, 45 days. So, you know, a a pretty good amount of time, but I couldn't imagine being released from the hospital just two, three weeks after an injury and, and just being thrown into life. Um, I have no idea how people do that today. And and no wonder why there's this, this lack of, of education and and continuum of care and, and people just get sent home with, with no idea about what it's like to be in a chair. And, um, and that's why, you know, I really love what I get to do now and being here at ability 360, because there's so many people that, that are playing wheelchair tennis now that had no idea there was such thing as adaptive sports. You know, I was really thankful. I had my PT and my OT and they told my parents, my mom at the time about, um, you know, wheelchair sports camp as a kid. So that was really my first introduction to wheelchair sports was, um, probably in 1995 two maybe two years after my accident. Uh, I went to my very first wheelchair sports camp at the university of whitewater in Wisconsin. Um, the university of whitewater has a really great, uh, wheelchair basketball program. And, um, I went to my first sports camp there and I met kids, uh, just like me that, you know, either, I remember one kid, he had gotten hurt the exact same way I did. And, um, other kids with spina bifida, CP, you name it, other kids had it. And I think that was really where I learned how or I found my independence and, and really where I learned that through sports. Um, you know, I, I really learned that if I could push down a basketball court and, and, and play defense and dribble and all that, that I could take care of myself that, you know, I didn't need my mom or my caretaker. Like I, I could, I, I wanted to figure out a way that I wanted to be able to be self-sufficient and independent and be able to take care of myself. So I really fa- feel like 
sports and just being active really helped me realize how independent and um, how self-sufficient I could be. And a lot of times that got me in trouble. Like I'll never forget my mom, we went to a brewer game and um, I never wanted anybody pushing me. Cause I had this, like, I was so stubborn. And my mom, my mom always throws this in my face. She's like, I'll never forget this time. You know, you were, you were pushing up that steep ramp and all these people were looking at me because you told me I couldn't touch you and push you. And I was like, yeah, but look where that got me today. Like, imagine if you would have folded and helped me. And then I would just been to come, I would have just became more, you know, feel like dependent on you and, and other people to, to help me get around. And I just really wanted to be independent. And that was really important to me. And, um, it's, but now today as an adult, like it's hard for me to ask help. I still really struggle with it. Like LaRonda knows I, I I run around this facility and I, I really try to do everything by myself and mm-hmm. I, I don't need to. I mean, there's plenty of people here to help me out, but I feel like sometimes takes, it's just me, me being stubborn. Um, yeah. Well, she, she actually, um, so she hosts, um, well, she, she runs two clinics, one on Monday and one on Wednesdays, right? Um, Caitlin, those two days. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, a lot of us don't have chairs like sports chairs. So Caitlin, Caitlin, brings the sports chairs and I mean she's she brings like eight or nine chairs you know she loads these chairs up you know she'll you know people know that she you know she needs help but you will see her pushing through the parking lot with like four chairs a tennis thing on her lap I mean and we're like Caitlin like like <laughs> Caitlin and she can park her take a mind she can park her car or her truck right there in front of ability and unload but no she'll park it in the parking structure and she takes, these, she takes these these chairs and then people see her bringing in the chairs even like Caitlin you need help unloading these chairs and she's like oh they got two legs oh they got two legs. what the hell so uh-huh. she, she yeah that's 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 why I just I just I do I love I love Caitlin Caitlin is one of my favorite people um and I could wait until you know to get her on here and get her um so you know we can everybody I can look at I can share the greatness of Caitlin um, I'm, I'm, I want to know about your, how did you get involved with the Paralympics? Yeah, yes. we got a lot to unpack. <laughs> we got, we got a time out here. We got a lot to unpack. There's a lot. There was a ton that you, of information you just digested mm-hmm. in our way. And mm-hmm. I think that there's some stuff that needs to, so you were seven? I was seven. seven. Just a baby. And so mm-hmm. how long have you been, are you a T something? What, what's your level? Um, I'm a T11 L1. So like my right side, I'm an incomplete. My right side, I have uh, a little bit more feeling and movement. Not much. I just have my hamstring. And then my left side is, is, um, just, I have nothing on the left side. So it's so crazy too. You know, you learn like how different, like there was a kid at that sports camp that I was talking about. We got injured the exact same way. And he is actually the complete opposite. Like his left side has a little bit more movement and his right side's like, has nothing it's it's bizarre it's just crazy yeah and and so you were in wisconsin at the time and it was yeah. an auto accident do you guys did you guys have auto no fault stuff there or no no what no. do you know we had like actually an we, it's an we um shoot sorry we hit a a semi truck um full of lumber logs and i just remember like waking up in the car and there was just like lumber logs all over um the highway and um I, I don't really remember yeah we don't I don't know that's a good question I really don't know 
I was I just wondered if that was the insurance situation there because I know Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin, and uh, somebody. It, it's a it's a whole thing. Anyways, sorry. Um, we can move past that. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna get to the we'll get we're gonna get to the Paralympic stuff, but I wanted to unpack some of this background stuff before we moved yeah. on past it. Um, yeah. And then you said at the time you were seven, so your parents. I, were your parents okay? I mean, uh, and by the way, thank you for being so open and honest about yeah. your story. I, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, my, I, yeah, everybody survived. Everybody's okay. My, if you looked at my mom today, you would have no idea. But the engine of the car literally fell into her lap, and um, she has all rods in her legs, um, no kneecaps, and she's so lucky they were able to save her legs. Um, it was crazy because the time of our accident, there was a, a team of these uh, doctors from Japan and they were studying some kind of tissue regrowth and doing research. And they happened to be at Freighter Hospital in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And my mom comes in from this accident and they were able to try this new research and they were able to save both of her legs. If they were not there, she would she would be definitely an amputee or, or something like that. So um, th thankfully, you know, they were able to save her legs, um, her face, you know, all facially reconstructed, her spleen and liver were like hanging out. I just remember it was pretty gory with my mom. Um, she was very lucky to be alive. My brother was super lucky. He um, just had a lot of glass and stuff that was in his face and in his arms. Um, they were able to go in and, and do, he had a bunch of plastic surgery to get that removed. Um, me, I was so lucky. I mean, not a single scratch on me. Just, I broke my back, um, had that internal, internal stuff that happened and, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just lucky to be alive. Otherwise, you know, if I didn't put that seatbelt on, I would have been through that windshield for sure. I was sitting right in the middle. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think it's strange with how those little pieces, you know, those little things that happen to you like that, you know, through, yeah. through your accidents and injuries and stuff. Um, so we'll work out at high school. You played high school sports, right? Yeah. So that was my thing. So I, played wheelchair basketball you know everybody after they have an injury they're always introduced to wheelchair basketball that's like the first and I loved it like absolutely loved it that was my thing I would spend we had a basketball hoop above our garage and I would spend all day in the summer just rolling like my neighborhood my neighborhood friends um boys and girls would come over to my house we played basketball all day long um and I was obsessed but I really when I got to high school you know, I really wanted to have that Letterman jacket. <laughs> that was yeah. so important to me. All my friends, you know, they were on the swim team, track and field, whatever it was. And they all wore that Letterman jacket. And I remember being a freshman. I was like, I want a Letterman jacket and I want to compete in something. I want to feel part of something. And so um, it actually was all kind of coincidence. Literally my seventh or eighth grade, when I was in seventh or eighth grade, my mom and I were at the mall. We were at Mayfair Mall in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And this lady comes up to me and um, she was a tennis, uh, tennis instructor and her name was Jackie. And she was like, hey, you look like you're active and um, you know, like you, you're sporty or whatever. She's like, have you ever tried wheelchair tennis? And I was like, no, I didn't even know it was a thing. Um, so she invited me to this clinic and I, I show up um, I loved it. And I also kind of felt bad because the other people at this clinic were, I was, I was definitely like a higher ability level than, than a lot of them. And so, um, right away after the clinic, I was like, mom, I, you know, my brother was there. My mom was there. And I was like, I really want to take lessons. Let's, let's do this. I want to get better at this sport. And then once I started taking lessons from Jackie, um, 
we learned about the two bounce rule. So the best part about wheelchair tennis and why I love it so much and why it's such a great sport for people with disabilities is that the only real difference is that wheelchair players allowed two bounces. So I can play on my high school team. Uh, I could play on any USTA league. Um, any You can play with non-disabled um, players and they get one bounce, I get two bounce. And that kind of levels the playing field. So I played um, my team, my high school team. We were kind of like, you know, the bad news bears. I would say we weren't that great. So I got to play varsity, you know, singles and doubles. Uh, all my freshmen, all from, from freshman year, all the way to senior year. And um, yeah, I, I remember I beat some girls and I remember they wouldn't come to, to my, you know, at the end of the match, everybody comes to the net and you shake hands. And I remember some girls wouldn't come to the net. They didn't want to shake my hand and, and they would just go off to the corner and cry to their coach and be like, just can't believe I lost to a girl in a wheelchair. And my coach is <laughs> over there. My coach, he was so cool. He was, he was this older gentleman named, named Mr. Heck. And he would just be over there laughing. He's like, oh, that's so funny. You're so good. And, blah, blah, blah. and so, you know, I never took it personal or anything like that. He always, you know, was like, don't take it personal. He's like, you're just a good athlete. And, you know, I just really, I had those wheelchair basketball skills. I was able to just really run the ball down and just get it back. I still really didn't know what I was doing. I just, I just wanted, I just got the ball back and play. Um, so it was, it was hard for a lot of those girls. They would play me and they'd be like, or, or I would throw them off and, or they'd come to the net and be like, you know, that two bounces, it really throws me off. And that's why I lost. So they'd always have an excuse. And I, I just really never let that get to me though. And um, I think it was like my junior, junior year of high school. I went to my very first wheelchair tennis tournament. My coach was telling me about it and it was in St. Louis, Missouri. And I played women's a, and I got my ass kicked. I didn't win a single game <laughs> or a single, I think about maybe won one game or something like that. And then, um, I was like, maybe, maybe this isn't for me, you know, maybe, I, but, uh, the luck of it all, there was, uh, the national USA coach there and his name was Dan James and they invited me to a junior training camp. And, um, that's kind of the story from there. I went to camp. I learned a lot more about my technique and how to hit the ball and more about strategy. And, and my level of tennis kind of really jumped up a quite a few levels once I got proper training and not that Jackie, you know, wasn't helpful, but I mean, she definitely helped me get the start, you know? So, um, and then that's kind of really where my career took off. I, I played, uh, um, a lot of juniors tennis. I went to a uh, pretty notorious and big deal tournament for the juniors called Las Petitas, which is um, a big tournament in France. Um, I won that that couple years in a row as a junior. And um, then my name kind of got out there. And then I went into the women's division and just started kicking ass. Yeah. <laughs> now I think we've made it to yours, LaRonda. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean like, to cut you off by any means. Oh, I just, I, I think that we were, we were trying to build up to that and get to it. Yeah. 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 I'm just so excited that she's here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, Rhonda, I love you. <laughs> I'm thank you for asking me to be here. This is, this is exciting. Mm -hmm. So, um, so then I, um, let's see. So I, uh, played on the women's team, um, and I was 17 years old. I, I was probably the youngest at that time. Um, I started beating all the women and they didn't like that so much. Um, I was taking their spot. And I remember my, my first Paralympics was, um, was in Athens, Athens, Greece in 2004. And I beat out a couple of women and, um, you know, they had been training hard and really were, you know, planning to go to the Paralympics and, and I took their spot. So I went as the youngest, the youngest, you know, in history for wheelchair tennis to go. Um, 
So that was pretty exciting. And hey, I was just stoked to be there. I I, I really didn't expect much. I um, I had a had an okay draw. I think I won um, a round. I lost second, and I lost the second round in my singles. And then in the doubles, me and my doubles partner, we made it to the quarterfinals, um, and and uh, we made it there. So that was that was pretty exciting. Um, and then I continued to play on tour. So the cool thing about wheelchair tennis is we have a tour just like the ATP and the WTA, which is the professional men's and women's able-bodied tour. And we pretty much kind of follow them around and, um, you know, they'll go from tournament to tournament and we kind of go from tournament to tournament. So you can literally every, I mean, pre COVID, you could play a wheelchair tennis tournament every single week of the year if you wanted to. And, it really starts, um, it really, it really goes out. There's really no downtime except for maybe during Christmas and the holidays, but in January, you'll be down in Australia, New Zealand, playing a tour down there for about a month and a half. And then you'll cruise over to America and play tournaments in California and then kind of here in Arizona and then travel over to, uh, Alabama, uh, not Alabama, like Louisiana and, and Florida. And then everybody will head over to mm -hmm. Europe for the summer and, and play um you'll play tournaments all through europe and then kind of circle back over here to the u.s and then to japan and i mean you can play anywhere all over the world um wheelchair tennis is super popular um overseas it's big in in, uh, in uh, europe like really big if if you're a wheelchair tennis player um people know who you are unfortunately here in the states it's it's not as big uh, i yeah caitlin are you training for the upcoming paralympics or is it I actually, I actually, so I haven't told LaRonda this. I haven't, I actually, I decided kind of yesterday. Breaking news. So actually, actually prior to, so I decided to retire from the Paralympics, uh, from playing wheelchair tennis in 2016 after Rio. And, um, I really wanted to give back to the game. I want to see more players out there. I want to see more people competing, especially women. Like we need more women. There's tons of men playing wheelchair tennis. So I decided that I was going to get my teaching credentials. And, um, I, now I just coach wheel. I just teach wheelchair tennis. I don't really play very much. I'll play a tournament here and there for fun, but, um, I really, really love giving back to the game and seeing other people get out on the court and play. But, um, during this time, uh, at Rio in 2016, I was at the opening ceremonies and I happened to sit next to the, um, head Paralympic coach of the para canoe team. And I love kayaking. I love canoeing. Um, I've always done it on the side growing up in Wisconsin. We would always go up North and, and canoe, um, and the Milwaukee river all the time we would take our kayaks out. So, um, I, I don't know. I love being on the water. So I start talking to this coach. And Paracanoe was just introduced at the Rio, Rio games. It was brand new. Um, and I was like, Hey, her name's Deb page. And I was like, Hey, Deb, um, I would, I really am interested. What do I got to do? What's the difference between what's, what is the difference between, you know, kayaking and, and I'm just in this plastic kayak. I had no idea what sprint kayak was or, or, or canoe is. And I, and the summer of, of 2017, I flew out to her house in in satellite beach, Florida. I got myself in the first time into this like sprint kayak boat. It's like the skinniest little boat. You turn over one way you're dumping like this thing. It's about, about uh, 17 feet long. Um, it's made to go fast on flat water and you do kind of short or long distance. I mean, uh, 200 meters, 500 meters and a thousand meters are distances. 
So I, I start getting in this boat. I fall in love with it. And, um, actually, uh, 2018, 2019, I get invited to a couple training camps overseas. Hungary is, um, there's a lot of sprint paddlers in Hungary and I get invited to these, this tip training camp. It's like talent identification or something. I don't remember what it means. Something like that. So I go, they teach me all the technique, how to paddle and I'm getting fast. I'm getting good. So I go to worlds, um, in 2019 in Hungary, I come in seventh. I've only, mind you really, I've only paddled in this boat, maybe a span of two months, but it's kind of been over like two years, but really I've only spent like two months in the boat and I come in seventh. These other athletes have been training their butts off for this um, because for 2019, they were selecting the top six to get quotas to go to the Paralympic games. Well, I come in seven, so I'm just one behind. So 2020, obviously COVID happened. So there's no, nothing's going on. And then 2021 happens. I'm here in ability. Life is great. I am fulfilled. I am like, ah, you know what? Maybe I'm just going to put that dream on hold and let's think about Paris 2024. Well, I get a call literally last weekend from my coach and um, the, the, all the things that had to happen, happened. Um, the, they were racing for the, the quota like two weekends ago in Hungary again. And two, one girl goes out of her lane, which disqualifies you. This other girl flips her boat, which disqualifies you. So now they have two spots open for the Baja. And that's enough. That's my other. So there's a canoe with an outrigger. So I, I do both a kayak and, uh, an outrigger canoe. And so, um, this, the outrigger canoe, it's called the Baja is going to be its first debut in the Tokyo Paralympics. This is going to be the first time it's ever going to, there's ever going to be a race. So it's kind of a big deal. It's a history moment. And so there's two spots open. So they of course are going to take the, um, next best time, which was from 2019, which was me and this other girl from India. So I had all last week kind of like thinking about what am I going to do? I haven't really been training. I've been really focused on this tennis program. But, you know, I'm like, hey, what the heck? Um, if this is the way to do it, this is the way to do it. So I kind of decided literally like yesterday um, that I'm going to do this. So this summer I will be training. I will be going to Tokyo. I got a ticket. Here we go. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be going on. You can find me at Tempe Town Lake early, early in the morning. Uh, I'll be out there training. So I am going to Tokyo, but in a completely different sport. <laughs> Wow, congratulations. That's congratulations. Thanks. And we heard it first. We heard it first here on our podcast. Right here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, literally this is my kind of first announcement of it, I guess. I haven't even posted it on any social media or anything like that. Um so yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm pumped. Um, I'm working on getting my training schedule together. I got some coaches coming out here to work with me. Um, be going to San Diego a little bit this summer to do some training camps. And I'm just going to get as fast as I can uh, before the beginning of September, my events, the third and the fourth. Yeah, I know. I feel like I have diarrhea of the mouth. I'm just blah, 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 like spitting out words. I apologize. I, I just, there's so much I'm trying uh -huh. to get in. It's exciting. Okay. This is good stuff. Yeah. Eric, LaRonda, Don, and... Uh, I do have a question. Um, yeah. How did you afford this? Because when I went to the Paralympics, it took quite a bit of money. And oh, yeah. I didn't... I went to two nationals, one regionals, and... the No, three nationals. 
And, uh, you know, that was a lot of money, especially when I was in college. So my question is, how are you doing this? (laughs) Do you have sponsorships? Do you have, what do you got? So um, there's a couple grants that I've, uh, obviously the Challenge Athletes Foundation back in like 2019 helped me get to Worlds. Um, And then there's the Kelly Brush Foundation. They helped me get my boat. Mm -hmm. Um, And then other little, other little um, grants here and there. I know like the Ability360 grant, um, I um, was going to apply for this year for the boat, but then I was like, you know what, there's other little grants and things that help me out. Um, I also got a really nice check from um, a local sponsor up in Flagstaff. Um, They were willing to help me out back back in 2019 it was a law office so that was pretty awesome um so yeah it was just kind of getting my story out there um people were willing to help out and flag is you know such a great small town community um so that was pretty cool um but yeah no I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to do it without the help of other other of those other people or those you know those grants are huge to really help uh, a lot of athletes get places um yeah. And then recently I just got an email in my, in my mailbox that, um, I just filled out on Friday that Toyota's is given $3,000 stipend to all Olympic and Paralympic athletes, uh, training currently right now for Tokyo to help us, you know, get, get, uh, get our stuff together. So that's really going to help with me getting out to San Diego and training. And, um, it's also going to help with, um, you know, any, any other costs that I can, I incur, but, um, going to Tokyo, the USOC is going to pay for that. So I, I don't have to pay for those costs. Um, but the US OPC and the ACA, which is the American uh, Canoe Association, they, they're really going to put some money in towards me. So that's really going to help. That's, but yeah, that's a, that's it's hard. dude. It, it's so hard without those grants and without that support, you know, there, there's no way we can do it. And people think that, you know, Olympians and Paralympians, uh, they assume like we have this so much money and, but really Olympic and Paralympic athletes are the most poorest people, people like we're just, oh, yeah. some days I'm just scrunching to get by how many, you know, got like $6 in my bank account right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you all know. Know. blessings I, on blessings that's for sure you know? right exactly and, yeah and the reason why i energy, wanted you put out good vibrations they come back in a plenty don't they yeah yeah exactly really yeah do. i yeah. appreciate uh thank you very much for sharing that because you know anyone that's listening to this right now because we got we have a world community that's starting to listen to the podriplegics we got people from italy go italy you guys yeah rock. they listen to us so the the point that um i really want to i really want to push home is it's out there you have to you have to you have to run for it but it the funding is out there and you know listen to what uh caitlin has said some of the grants out there especially here in the u.s there's some grant money available you know and uh there are people out there willing to help you just have to put yourself out there so yeah Absolutely. And even like, um, you know, with my tennis program here at Ability360, um, you know, I got a couple of players right now that are really, really, um, you know, they've been using our program chairs that, you know, thankfully Ability360, we have amazing chairs um, that, you know, that we can lend out and rent out to our participants. And, 
And that's also just a really great way for people to anybody, you know, in the Arizona or Phoenix area, if they, if there's, there's a sport or something they want to get into and they need a sports chair, um, you know, ability 360 or places like, or Southern Arizona adaptive sports. They also have a, a good, a good amount of sports chairs that people can come and try and, you know, see what it's like to get in a sports chair. Cause a lot of people, especially after the injury, they have no idea. Like I, I couldn't believe it. Um, just with my program, I've had, a couple, actually like a, quite a few people, I think even LaRonda really, honestly, like they'll say like, this is my first time in a sports chair. And I'll be like, how many mm-hmm. years have you been hurt? And they'll be like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know, 10, 15, 20. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. This is your first time in a sports chair. And I'm just like, the first time I got in a sports chair, like my whole world just opened up. Like, you know, like once you realize how quickly can you can move and how agile you can be like, man, like I, I just, I just can't believe it. How, how many people, you know, are, have no idea. Well, that's why it's so important, Caitlin, you know, to get out there and things of that nature, because yes, I, I did, and I've been, I've been my injury. Oh, Jesus, I realized, you know what, 30, 32 years, I want to say. Um, and two years ago, I would say two and a half years ago is when I actually, actually stay in a chair and, actually knew about the sports and, and just different things of that nature. So yeah, it's, 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 it's important. It's really, you know, it's really, really important. So. Yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, and so, um, I'm also, uh, currently in school, I'm, I'm getting my master's degree to be a recreational therapist. And, um, my main thing, like I want to get into that hospital. I want to get into, you know, children's hospital or, you know, um, any hospital. And I just, I just want to get to kids right away. Like, or, you know, adults, people that, you know, just have an injury or an illness or acquire a disability and be like, you know, life isn't over. Um, I think, you know, people, people think like, damn, excuse my language, but fuck, like I'm in a fucking wheelchair. What the fuck am I supposed to do now? And I think people, um, people don't know. And like PTs and OTs, you know, they do the best they can to get you in the right direction. But if there isn't somebody like a rec therapist or, you know, an activities coordinator, somebody really pushing at that person to get them involved in sports, they will, they have no idea. And not only that, but it just, help somebody realize like what potential they actually do have. Like my first time Mm -hmm. I got in the sports chair, I was like, Oh, I can still do this. Like I can get around. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not hopeless, you know? And, um, I don't know. That's, that's really where my heart's at. Mm -hmm. So that's, Mm -hmm. that's where I want to be someday. And did that help you deal with like all the the stresses that comes with being injured? You know, I think that's what I think is so important is that, you know, to be able to have have something to grab I, I could just imagine how my life would have been if somebody introduced me to something at when I first got into my chair um, or my first injury you know when my injury happened I could just imagine um, yeah um, you know the possibilities but you know like I said we always feel like you know we're we're the forgotten <laughs> you know and but you know like I said now you know we got people like Caitlin we got the podcast you know, Eric doing the podcast and being so much, you know, to get the get it out there and um and just well, well, I mean, it's just awesome, you know, it, it's it's awesome. And just imagine how many children, you, you know, young women or just any individuals that are new to their injury that is going to see this or hear this and be like, man, my life isn't over because we we really think that you know our life is over. So yeah. 
you know, and all the people that that played football, like we had Joe on with rugby and just different stuff like that. And and how that, you know, our life isn't over. We live a full life, you know. We just, you know, we just need a little um adaptive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I'm I'm right with you. And like I, you know, I always remember like even as a kid, like I um I would tell people, and I still tell people to this day, like there's nothing that I don't think I can't do. The only thing I can't do is walk. And like, I still tell people that like, I can do anything that I want to, or anything that I put my mind to. It's just, I might have to do it a little bit differently or some kind of modification or adaptation. But, um, you know, people are like, and then like, when you say that to them, they're like, huh? Like they, they, they don't get it, you know? And I'm just like, that's, that's what I believe. And, 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 you know, attitude is really everything, you know, if, mm-hmm. if you have a crappy attitude, you know, if you're going to be, you know, bummed out and just like down and depressed and on yourself, like you're, you're not going to get anywhere. You got to change your attitude. And, and mm-hmm. I think from day one, that was like, where I was like, I am not going to let this stop me and I'm going to have, you know, the best attitude. And of course we all have bad days because without bad days, mm-hmm. you can't have good days. That's, that's mm-hmm. what I believe. in. so but it's really all about attitude. And so even if deep down, I feel like a shit, it's like shit. I still got a smile on my face. You know, we all know, <laughs> you know we're, we're all there. We're all on that page. And, you know, um, we all, you know, fuck, I mean, I still shit my pants. I still piss my pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still got a smile on my face. It happens. Yeah. Right. It, it happens. happens. It really does. You know, we're, yeah. we're, yeah. We're all I think I, I look. I I know I I kind of got cut off. I got I, I got ousted or my internet went out or something. But I came mm-hmm. back in at the right time because I think it's very important that you just said what you just said. Yep. After all of this, and everybody sees that you are successful in all these different things. You're athletic. You have all these different pursuits, right? And at the end of the day, you still have pair problems and quad problems, right? Yep. Heck yeah! You got SCI problems just like all the rest of us, and you can and you can make that happen. Since then, so can we. So heck yeah! I mean, Loranda knows. Uh, like back in March, I was loading some. Oh, this is it. I was loading some chairs up in my car. I jumped. I was like going in my car. I accidentally sat on like that buckle that pulls down your latch. I got a freaking like. I don't know, like weird ball in there, like the size of this like little tumor thing. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to get a pressure sore. So I was like, I'm unstoppable though. I was like, uh, my coworker, she brought in this mattress. I'm laying on the ground. I still come to work. I'm like, am I going to let this stop me? It sucks. She had a a computer. She had a computer on the floor with a (laughs) mattress because she refused to stay home. And I go to the back and I'm like, Caitlin, are you? So she wouldn't, yeah. She had a mattress at work on the floor with her computer working with a bomb butt. <laughs> Life don't stop. Life don't stop. I mean, mm-hmm. I was really lucky. I got off it in time. It, it didn't blow out to be a big thing, but um, I got problems too. I mean, it we it doesn't, you know, I still I still got my problems. We still have those same problems. It sucks. Yeah. We still have our bowel program. We still yeah. have yeah, all the yeah. things that we have to do. You yeah, know. I got days where I'm texting Nick like, "Hey man, I'm gonna be late. I can't shit right this." <laughs> <laughs> well, I, we, I'm telling you, right? Pre- you know, <laughs> some days it just doesn't want to go. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. that's all about. <laughs> yeah, 
It's rough. It's rough business sometimes. Right, right, right. I think I, I think that we should always have at least an hour cushion on to whatever it is time schedule we need to be. I am because so look, glad. I am so glad you brought this up because I call it wheelchair time. I call I tell my husband I call it wheelchair time. I tell everybody like, hey, I'm I'm gonna be late. It's wheelchair time. I also think that any person with a disability should be able to use the carpool lane. <laughs> Come on. Come on. <laughs> so we can get home fast. Yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 I'm with you, Caitlin. I, I never thought about that. I think that's like the next law we need to change. Seriously. Right. Just we imagine. Need- just imagine how many piss accidents or I could have avoided yeah. if I had if I was in a carpool lane. Yeah, when I'm president, that is, I'm just kidding. I don't want to be president, but that is what's going to happen. Uh, I'm voting for you on that. You, on that you know, uh, Caitlin, you brought, up some, you brought up something that's really close to my heart within the community, and that is you're married and you have a husband. And I know dating and having relationships in the disability field, I mean, it's, it's not easy. And so um, do you have any advice for everyone? On, on just relationships and, and how to kind of manage that whole thing. Um, <laughs> I did, I, I'm sorry I'm putting you on the spot, but this is like one of those things that- No, no. This, is, this is a good subject. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty pretty good subject. Um, Greg and I, I wish I grabbed it. It's on my desk. I'm in, the other, in another office right now, but um, Greg and I were on the cover of the new mobility magazine back in 2014, um, where we're, we're like pictured and like we kind of were naked, but we're not naked. Um, but it was, I don't know, it was pretty taboo because like, you know, people assume or, or think that people with disabilities, you know, they don't have sex or you know that they can't have sex yeah Yeah, or yeah exactly and um lauren worthington who i I mean you guys all know uh famous photographer here for ability 360 he took that photo and um i remember like people the new mobility uh magazine like sent out this post on like facebook or something and they had us naked like looking like we're naked they had us with clothes on and then they had us with something else but we had clothes on and every they were they were asking you know the people everybody on social media like which should be the cover and everybody voted the one that we were naked because it was it was like kind of taboo and like ooh risque and and i was like fuck like my mom is like, <laughs> you know being from wisconsin where people are definitely like kind of conservative and i still to this day i don't think my mom has read the article or the or the story in there but um we get a little we get a little detailed a little a little risque and talk about our sex life a little bit but um i'm gonna say that it sucks um, I, I, I gotta say, unless I have a, you know, I remember in college, like, unless I had a couple of drinks, I, I wouldn't be able to go up to a dude that I thought was attractive in a bar or a club or, or wherever I was. Cause you know, I, I was self, I'm self-conscious and, and I'm in a wheelchair and you know, what guy, what, what guy is going to want to be with me uh, because I'm, I'm, I have a disability, um, LaRonda, I mean, I'm sure you, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, you, it sucks. And I, I remember like going out a lot in college and, and I would get some horrible comments because I would go out with my girlfriends and, and guys would be like, I've got everything from like, you're such a waste of pretty to like, you're not really in a, you're not really in a wheelchair. Get out of that thing. I don't believe it. Cause you look too normal to be in a wheelchair. 
to, um, uh, I mean, everything under the sun I've gotten, um, mm -hmm. some crazy, crazy, pretty, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're so you're beautiful and pretty, but you know, this isn't going to work for me or, mm -hmm. you know, the first thing will come out of their, their, their word, their mouth is, you know, can you still have sex? Can you feel it? Like all the, you know, all those, those curious things that people, can you have a baby? Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I think I was, as before I met Greg, um, I always wished or wanted or, or not wished, or I wish, yeah, I did. I did. I wish that I was a male in a wheelchair because you guys got it made because the freaking female is so caring and loving and nurturing mm -hmm. and wants to take care of that male. And you guys play that role. And as a female, we don't, we, it's opposite. Like no man wants. Yes. Yeah. Caitlin. Yes. That, yes. That, She's the second okay, woman that feels that way. That's disabled. I, 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 I'm the same, Caitlin. That's Thank not you. completely true though. Thank Come on you. now. Thank so you. Thank I grew you. up with my disability and I had that same type of stuff go on, Caitlin. When I was in college, mm -hmm. I went on dancing all the time. I had people that wouldn't even give me the time of day. I was always the special friend. You yeah. know, I was the friend, yeah. they would say, oh, can I sit in your lap? And then mm -hmm. that's all the further it ever went, you know? But, and it was but, like, but, but Eric, if you would have played your part, you could have got the pussy. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I mean, honestly, I'm going to be honest, Sean. I'm staying out of this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sean, Sean it's if he would have played the part, if he would have played the part, he would have yeah. got the pussy. Women don't think like that. Women, they would have gave you the pussy just OGP, if you know oh, what that for means. Sure. But, you know, you could have got the pussy, but you just didn't play the part. I think, five, I think five years ago, I would completely 100% agree with that statement. But I feel like times have changed a little bit now with the old swipe dating. It gets yeah, a little more difficult. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think overall, yes, I think if Eric would have played his cards right. So you are siding. You said you weren't <laughs> right, right. in the middle of this. What Every the hell? Throw me under the I, bus. What Sean and Eric, I'm here to tell you, there is not one every male that I know in that are, that is that is disabled or uses a chair, they're either married or they have a woman. You know what I'm saying? And it is it's just what it is. Or just recently this, or you know, every man I know that is disabled. I think I can say every man, probably a couple here and there, but probably 90% of the men, and then the women be bad. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like, I mean, some nice, beautiful women. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Very attractive to whole nine yards. I don't be having a booger wolfies coming up to you that ain't got no job or, you know, busted shoes. It's what it is. Did it's you just say just, booger wolf? I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just have to look. I, I, I feel so passionate about this. So now I'm going to look on my phone. You know what? I think you got it's a so point. True. And I think you probably skew to more, yeah, correct. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's not always the, the case. There's you know, some very uncompassionate women out there. Let me tell oh, you. Yeah, there really are. <laughs> I'm, I am, okay. I am sure there are, you know, um, just like there are some very compassionate men. There's just far and few that I've met. I don't, I don't know. And, and I, I'm sure, but seriously, you guys, like the woman's role is to be loving and nurturing and caring and taken care of and, 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 and 
just, I, I was always envious of, cause like I went to U of A, U of A, I went to University of Arizona and I was really a big part of their, you know, adaptive athletics program. So a lot of the people that I hung out were also people with disabilities or were chair users and, and all the dudes would always bring home ladies. And like, I was like, what do I gotta be? Do I gotta be a lesbian? Cause I mean, if I gotta get some love, maybe that's what Girl. I gotta do. Hey, ain't that true, Kaylin? Because for so any of the lesbians that are disabled, they got some pussy too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I mean, it's, it's just true. It's just true. It's just our makeup. It's our DNA. Mm-hmm. It's the way women and the way men were made. And and um, you know, like that's that's just the way it is. But Okay. Um, you know, relationships, I've had a lot of, you know, different, in, I've dated, you know, people with disabilities, people without disabilities. I'm with somebody right now that, you know, just doesn't have a disability. He doesn't have a physical disability. He's got some, you know, some screws are loose. So I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, Greg, I love Greg. He's gonna, um, Greg's going to see this, right? <laughs> I'm, sure I'm not editing this out. <laughs> no, of course he knows. I I know. I love Greg, you know, um, but, uh, you know, there is something I've been, I've been in a long-term relationship with somebody, another guy that was in a chair and man, I, uh, I can't believe looking back that we were together for like eight years. And I still sometimes like, can't believe I put up with all that. Like, who's going to put my chair in the car? It would take us like 30 minutes just to get in the car to go <laughs> because like he uh, put my chair in and then he'd have to put his chair in and then I was like geez and then when we get to the restaurant or whatever it's like another 20 minutes to get out of the car and then um you know all those little nuances or I'm like hey babe can you reach no you can't reach it I'm gonna crawl like you know it's nice to have a person with legs that's all yes Caitlin. come on Caitlin. you're preaching Caitlin. <laughs> you remember Eric we did that panel we did the panel and I got that man got so mad at me. Why? Because he asked me, "Would I date a person in a wheelchair?" Oh, that's and right. I, I said no. Him, no. Yeah, you remember? Yeah. yeah remember. And you, girl. Oh, he let me. Yeah, he was so he was very upset with me because I said that. He wanted know, to go on a date I, with I'm you. That's what yeah, he wanted it, to do. If so he was saying an there's not a chance. If he was an amputee, yeah, huh, amputee I'm, all see, day. Sean, Sean, you're a little different. Look, Sean a little different. I get Sean to go. Sean, uh-huh. I told you, Sean got the Sean got the juice. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh-huh. it's the eyes, it's the eyes, Sean. Um, but I mean, uh, FUP and Sean with that sweat. Look, we have to throw that in there. That's soft flex. <laughs> that's business. what does it. It's a Look at me, y'all got me grabbing my pillow. <laughs> I'm grabbing the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh god yeah, my oh, face god. hurting right now <laughs> right, right, right. i'm all red mm-hmm. <laughs> ain't that right kayla we'll give it the amputee we can give it to you get the basement sure mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure you can yeah 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 i mean there mm-hmm. it's gotta be i do know i do know couples that are both you know chair users and you know mm-hmm. they've been together for years and they love each other and they make it work and it but i mm-hmm. you know it's it's love is love. It doesn't matter. That's the other thing. You know, love is love, whether you're, you know, have a disability or gay or straight or whatever it's love is love. And I don't think it should matter, but mm-hmm. it's nice to be with someone with legs. That's all. It's hard, right? <laughs> it's gotta be hard. That's gotta be a hard thing. <laughs> well, it's nice that you're willing to follow that. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. Preach girl. Preach Kaylin. No, she's telling us. 
She's telling the truth. Come on, Taylor. Come on. No, but I gotta, I just gotta say, you know, um, <laughs> um, I, you know, I think, I know, poor Greg, but you know, growing up in high school, um, I had a, I had a high school sweetheart and, um, his name was Adam and, um, in Wisconsin and he was a dairy farmer. He, he had the biggest dairy farm in Ozaki County. And, um, you know, my, uh, I, I thought, you know, when I was young, I was dumb and I was naive and, and I thought, you know, um, I was going to be, you know, this dairy farmer's wife. And, you know, once I, once I started playing tennis and traveling the world, I got that taste of, of what it's like to be outside of, you know, a small town and, um, and yeah, uh, it's nice, isn't it? It is. It is nice. Kay so, Kaylin, you threw me off when you said he had the biggest. I'm not kidding. They had the biggest um dairy farm. They still do to she this day. They, she didn't. She didn't catch on. Did she? She didn't. That went right over her head. That went right over her head. But I want to let you know. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I was uh. like. <laughs> I was waiting for a girl, and then when you said, "Oh, I went around the world," and I realized, "Oh my God, you found some bigger." Look, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't let. No, that, that was good. That, that was good. It did go over my head, and now I got. Well, I'm blonde. Sorry. I mean, you know, it takes me a minute to catch those jokes. So, uh, but uh, <laughs> but it was, it, you know, uh, growing up in high school, and and uh, he he didn't have a disability. Um, and <laughs> I forgot where I was really going with this story. I had a point and now I yeah, forgot. Ronnie, you threw her off big time on that one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't okay. get the big. I threw it. I can get it out my head. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, anyway, moving on. But, uh, <laughs> well, I, I, I think you answered Eric's questions. Okay. I think. Right. I mean, Eric, don't yeah. you think she sufficiently gave you, <laughs> gave you enough I think, information? I think we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got shut down is what I got. <laughs> Poor Eric. Not, that's not true. It's just, it's just, it's just stating the facts. I mean, it really is. And then, you know, since I've worked here, I find that a lot of people, this is the other thing I noticed and I don't know. I don't know if this is a good, I mean, it's a good thing. I think it's a great thing, but a lot of people here, like some of our members or maybe some of our staff, you know, that are married, it seems like, and, and if they do have a disability, um, that person that they're with, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, LaRonda, but, you know, they're either married to like a person that's like a physical therapist, an occupational mm -hmm. therapist, definitely mm -hmm. somebody that works with somebody with disabilities and definitely understands and has that patience and, yeah. and, and, and has that understanding, which I also, mm -hmm. I also find, you know, extremely interesting because, um, you know, it's hard. It's, 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 you gotta have, you know, Greg will tell me all the time, like, babe, um, you know, I gotta have patience sometimes with you. You know, you're not, it takes me a little bit longer to do things. And that's just, you know, mm -hmm. that's just the nature of who I am. That's just the mm -hmm. way I am. And you either love me for that or you, you can't, or you don't, or you're not with me. So, you mm -hmm. know, you accept me for who I am. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, Greg's never, that's the crazy, mm -hmm. like Greg is not, um, he doesn't have any medical background. He's not a PT or an OT. Greg's a salesman and, um, <laughs> Greg's a surfer. And, um, you know, so we have that. So we're really, we're really different in that, um, 
all, what we have in common is that we both love being active and, um, and uh, I think that's really what brought us together. So it is, it is different. Like where I see all these other relationships with people around here, like they, they have that like kind of thing that brings them together. Like, you know, whether they're a PT or an OT or somebody in the medical field. So, um, I feel, I feel really lucky that, you know, I have somebody a little bit different and I, I get that other kind of side of life. And, um, you know, when I come home and I tell him about things about work and he's like, no shit, get out of here. I can't really, that's what, it, what? like, you know, and it, it's kind of cool to have that. So I really well, do appreciate time, it. Next time, tell him it's hard out here for a pimp. That's just, yeah. <laughs> well, my husband's like, well, run, duh. Yeah. It's hard out here for a pimp. Give me a minute. Yeah. 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 I look, and give me five minutes. Give me five minutes. See, hustle and flow. That you gotta watch. Hustle oh, I love flow. that you know movie. I mean. no, That's an awesome it's, movie. Yeah, it's hard out here for Pam. For Pam. I love that <laughs> movie. Make the money for that rent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Told you, Sean. Me, Eric. Sean got that. You got that swag. You guys are you guys are super lucky. We can talk all day because Nick right took here. my cleaning. Nick took my cleaning shift. I'm really thankful for that. I mean, I was supposed That's to clean close, up. But I was. Yeah, you know, go, I was Look, Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick, on. so much. <laughs> we gotta enough. get Nick on here. We gotta. We gotta get Nick. You. He should be nice. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta get Nick. We gotta get Nick on here. That would be awesome. Also, that would be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I know we're pushing up on an hour here. And mm -hmm. so I always like to give everybody their chance to go around the board one more time and, and ask something or give final thoughts. Uh, I say we start with Mr. Don Price today. Don. Oh, well, I just want to thank Caitlin for coming on and being so upfront and open with us. I mean, and your enthusiasm is contagious. So um, I know that whoever you're working with now is, is probably just falling in love with the sport that, you're, you're introducing them too. So I can't wait. I, I've never actually watched wheelchair tennis, so I'd like to come out sometime. And yes. Watch and I don't know if you can do it in a power chair, but i will give it yes. a Yes, you can do it in a power chair. You can, yes, you can. There's a power chair. Um, well, there's there's men's, women's, and then there's the quad division. In the quad division, they have, they have power chairs. So you, you can definitely play in a power chair. And you would play, you would definitely play in the quad division. And, and Don, um, we talked about a couple months ago about a fishing program that I am like still trying to get started. I would love to do, but now that summer's here, we're just going to have to kind of wait. Um, it's too hot. Maybe it's too hot, but yeah. we definitely need to circle back around and, and talk about that again. We will. Yep. You bet. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. LaRonda. Well, she knows that I love her. Um, she's a, person, a good person to know. I am so proud of her. I mean, I just can't wait to see all the things that, um, that, that all the great things that you want to do, you know, in your life and for the disability community. So I'm just grateful, um, you know, just for that, because I mean, it shows um, and you love it. So I truly appreciate you being a friend of mine and teaching, being patient with me and trying to teach a sister that can't hit a ball, you know, um, just being patient. So I truly appreciate, great teacher. So I truly appreciate you coming on. Oh, thank wait. you. Thank you, Loranda. <laughs> we just need it. You're so busy. I just need to get you on court. We need a couple more sessions mm. and you will be good. You will be good, girl. I I love Loranda. I love seeing you every morning that you're at the front desk. I love seeing you. You just make my day. So I, I'm just so happy um, that I get to be part of it. 
Eric, Mr. Mr. Kenny Rogers himself. <laughs> First of all, you're right. I didn't have any game whatsoever when I was young. Still on at it. all. At all. I had none. You could have you could have played none. that up so good. You're a very good looking man. I you could have got so Oh, you should have saw me when I was in the Olympics. I look at my pictures when I was young. Oh. I'm gonna show you tomorrow, Kaylin. Wait, you gotta tell me what sport. You never told me what sport you did. Oh, um, the hundred meter breaststroke. Uh, oh yeah, the, you did tell me. You did yeah, tell I me you're a swimmer. I had the national record for three years, and then I broke the world record right in Atlanta, Georgia, and nationals, and then took fifth in Barcelona. That's awesome. So awesome. Um, yeah. So, uh, Caitlin, one of the things that um, I really love that you came on here to talk about this to talk about your life. And um, I'm really reminded of myself with some of the stuff you've gone through because I grew up with my disability. So I, I, I know some of the dynamics you've had to go, go through, um, some of the struggles of trying to fit in. I, I swam on a high school swim team and I came in last every time. Well, once in a while I'd be one person or other, <laughs> but most time last. And uh, so, yeah, I get it. Um, so thank you for sharing you've you've helped me to reminisce in my memories so yeah and uh also uh any when you do go to the paralympics for the canoeing right is that yep canoeing kayaking um any link that you can send to me of any actual physical like recording of your stuff i would love to get this on this show just to say hey let's do a follow-up let's see what happened you know, okay. or, or we can provide people with an actual link and say, Hey, this is when it's happening. Caitlin's going to do this and it's going to be on this time. And here's the link. So anything you can give us, that would be great. Absolutely. I can definitely, I got some races from 2019 that I could, I could definitely share with you. Um, that's the other thing. Um, I'm really hoping that um, you know, after coming, after doing the Paralympics here, I really want to start. I mean, we have the beautiful Tempe town Lake right here. We got great boat, boat storage, great facilities. It's accessible. I really want to start, um, some kind of, uh, adaptive paddling adaptive. I want to do paddleboard. I want to, whether it be paddleboarding, canoeing, kayaking, um, rowing, you name it. Like I, that's kind of like my next thing I really would like to start. So I didn't remember to tell you that, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in Gus's ear right now because we're going to do this. <laughs> Lorana, you're getting on a boat. And going camping. No glamping. And going camping. <laughs> you said you would. You did if say I that. You, it's on you the got, show. You guys got, you got me on, on, on the live podcast with my hair not done. So be grateful. Be <laughs> grateful for what you can get. <laughs> you, you threw me hard under the bus this time. Come on. Oh, I, I, you know what, Eric? You know it's nothing but I got nothing but love for you, baby. Oh, same. Nothing here. but love, nothing but love. Find it's hard love, right? is what it is. It's the whole. No- <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, next time I'll go easy on you. No, it's all good. I can take a hit. <laughs> I love you. Yes. I love you. You guys are you guys are fun. I, we need to all <laughs> definitely get some drinks margaritas chips and salsa we gotta mm-hmm. celebrate with you caitlin we gotta yeah. you know what 
Yeah, we gotta celebrate. Paralympics. Oh yeah. Here we go. Heck yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Please yeah. Uh, provide us with those links because those are those are gonna be important. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. We want to be able to support the... you in any way we can. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Especially the upcoming one. You know. Any, yeah. Upcoming... Any any pre-notice we can get, I'll just do a okay. post and we'll do we'll do a quick post and we'll be like, hey, it's going down. Here's where she's at. Here's what's happening. <laughs> Click on this link. Okay, I will. I'll let you guys know for sure. Yeah. Okay. And I, I'll tell you, I appreciate it. Um, I, I think this may be the first time we've met each other, so it was a pleasure to meet you for sure. Um, awesome story. Thank you for being so open. Thank you for talking candidly about many things. And I'm sure there will be a part two because yeah. we just have so much that we didn't get to get to. So yeah, yeah. We, sure. we we flew over a lot of stuff that we want to pull back. So. But that's good. That's a good thing. You're very, very open and honest about everything, and and you talk very well. And I appreciate it. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be yeah. here with us. Um, and yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you, Sean. So nice to meet you. I can't wait to meet you in person. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, I'll be able to get down there soon. I, I got a lot of things going on. I might have this new job coming up. So. Uh, right on. Oh, any uh, so, it's official. No, not yet. Can't he's getting there. He's getting closer. He's getting closer. Oh, I'm dying. Whatever. Yeah. Let's go. You gotta wait for the government to post it first, bro. Can yeah. we? Can we like give? Can we like tell me a little something? What's going on? Oh, I'm. I'm just. I'm trying to get the job of to be in to be the executive director of all mixed martial arts and boxing in Arizona. So, what is that? Not epic. That is yeah. epic. Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's so making hard work. Interviewed for it a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and there's been some things back and forth, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, you know, I don't think I'm going to do anything until after June 12th. But That's we'll exciting, see. Sean. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. Once Make you get sure. that, we're going to we're just going to interview you on this yeah. epic position of yours and be like, tell us everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will be the first person ever in the world with a disability to yeah. have that position yeah 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 i mean that's history that's history that's, that's so huge. cool breaking that's ground right. so awesome look, kicking down look kicking down doors dude yeah. i love Ram it that door so down. we'll see though i look Break i don't I, I don't have it I, it's not it's not in the bag yet so let's let you know let's reel it back a little bit just a little bit can't can't hold my excitement in it's pouring out of me either Imagine trying to sit here and wait, just wait. Yeah, I'm sure that's got to be easy. <laughs> so, yeah, but also on that front, the UFC will be here on June 12th. If anybody is interested in mixed martial arts, I think tickets are still available. I don't know, but anyway. Awesome. UFC. Do the judges oh actually get to give free tickets to their friends? No. I mean, no. they should. Don't ever ask to... me that question again. <laughs> That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Wow. I was gonna say I was about to say something. See, Eric, I was about to say something really inappropriate, but I I withheld. Really? After all the words you, you let me have? Uh, <laughs> you were gonna, now you're gonna do something that. inappropriate? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. You just I'm wait. I'll see you, I'll see you tomorrow. Position, dude. <laughs> right, yeah. oh. I gotta tone mm -hmm. down my F words, by the way. Oh, you, you know, you were the light one today, Sean. I don't know. I did a lot of F bombs. I'm sorry. 
Mm. It's all good. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. okay. We're all human yeah. here. We the F, F word bomb. He's a king. So you haven't turned into PC robots yet. That's so a great thing about podcasts. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Oh. You can do what you want. You can say what you want on podcasts. That's Absolutely. right. That's right. <laughs> well, look, I People know Don's got his dinner sitting on that table. I already, mm-hmm. I can already smell it. I can smell Don's dinner sitting on the table. I'm ready to Smells eat. good. I, and, I just. Uh, beef stroganoff? Go ahead. Oh, if I can just. Everybody listening, um, all over the world, all your amazing listeners, just if you're in the Phoenix area and you want to play wheelchair tennis, please, 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 please contact me, Caitlin Verford. Come to Ability360. I'll be here. You can find me there. Let's play some tennis. I'd love to get anybody and everybody on the court. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. something that I was going to, we were going to talk to you about right now is on the way out. Oh, uh, sorry. You Jump can the give anything to Eric. And then underneath of this, he will post all of your social medias or whatever, your links to anything you want. We'll okay. be happy to shamelessly plug you at any opportunity. Awesome. Get. Okay, cool. Yeah. And yeah, hopefully we get part two soon. Um, I know that this one, we, we, there's a lot more we, I want to talk to you about at least. So um, let's, let's get it. Let's get part two soon. Sounds good. I'm starting a wheelchair tennis academy. That's what I'm, I'm so Let's do it. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Right on. I Thank like you the, guys. I, I like I like the the hustle you got, man. That's that for me, that's big time. I love it. It's Thank great. you. So Thank you. Anyways, all right. Everybody, Caitlin Verfer. That's great. <laughs> Verfer. That's perfect. You did it perfect. Just mumble a little bit. So yeah. Anyway, everybody, the great and powerful Caitlin Verfer. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, guys. Yay. Until next time. Peace. Go hit some fuzzy balls. <laughs> hey. Hey.